Welcome back to TV is my happy place. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Today's episode is a little bit of this and a little bit of that. For TV fans, I trust you're aware there's a writers and actors strike underway. And it's lasted more than 100 days. I'm particularly struck by this timing because growing up, this was about the time TV Guide would publish its fall preview edition. I would read it from cover to cover and plan my evening TV viewing schedule. Come to think of it, it's really too bad it couldn't qualify for a book on which I could have done a book report. That would have been an excellent example of leveraging my resources. But back to the strike. As reported, this is the first time in six decades that both the writers and actors have been on strike at the same time. I understand why they are striking. As in any industry or profession, there are those who create the top 1% of earners, and then there's the 99% that's trying to make it work. I've seen some of the interviews with those on strike, and when you think of how lucrative this industry is, it's rather sad that anyone making a living in this way has to take on three, four, five jobs just to make ends meet. Add the streaming services and the emergence of AI, and there are more complications and complexities to what these professionals are dealing with on a daily basis. I trust they'll come to the table and figure it all out. Lastly, I want to give kudos to those who are part of that top 1% or maybe the top 10% who are making donations, sizable donations to a fund so that um, their fellow actors and writers can still make ends meet while the negotiations continue. So with the strike going on, we do not know how long the fall lineup will be delayed. As much as I'm curious to see what the new seasons of Will Trent, So Help Me Todd, Grey's Anatomy, and my long list of other favorites will bring, Summer and this strike have presented some new viewing opportunities. So if you're missing your favorites, but you still want to keep watching television, I encourage you to check out any of the following five shows. Dairy Girls is a comedy set in the 1990s featuring the friendship of five teens and their respective families. This is certainly not a new formula for a sitcom, but it is the first show I've watched that was set in Ireland. There are some historical events that occur during this three-season show. Therefore, you can learn or be reminded of some key world events as well as be entertained while you watch the cast's shenanigans. With each episode being less than 30 minutes, you can easily enjoy this entire series in a weekend, which is what I recently did. Second, The Office, the U.S. edition. As an HR professional, there are many cringe-worthy scenes in this sitcom, but the laughter outweighs the cringes. And to be honest, sometimes those two reactions are simultaneous. It's going to take me a while to get through the nine seasons, especially since each one so far has more than 20 episodes, but I'm going to pace myself and I will get to the finish line at some point. The third recommendation is the three season political drama designated survivor. This had a masterful cast and 53 episodes. With each episode being nearly an hour, it would be difficult to get through all of them in a weekend unless you're doing absolutely nothing else. However, the storylines and 
acting are gripping enough, my husband and I did stay up until the wee hours of a few weekends watching just one more episode. We just started watching Covert Affairs, and in looking up its history, we are shocked to see that it debuted in 2010. Each action-packed episode covers one case, so it's easy to check in to it, watch a few, and then stop. We're finishing up season two, and it looks like September will be when we finish watching this five-season series. And personally, I'm glad there are some shows that my husband and I can enjoy together. Now, my final recommendation for this list of five is not one of those that falls into that viewing together category. However, I'm going to make that recommendation anyway. If I'm forced to choose, my choice would be shows that will move me, make me laugh, or both. Now, regular listeners of this podcast may have already guessed what my number five recommendation is, but let me just say again, for anyone who is a fan or for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, please figure out how you can access the magic that is Ted Lasso. I don't think you'll regret it, and I think you will feel encouraged, less stressed, and even inspired to show up for others with grace, forgiveness, and the understanding we are all humans just trying to get through life the best way we can without hopefully leaving scorched earth and roadkill everywhere we go. That is what Ted Lasso can do with for you. That's what Ted Lasso can do for all of us. And with that, I will wrap up this episode Thanks for joining me in my happy place. It's time for me to go tune into something. What about you? Join me again next month for a new episode or feel free to listen to any of the past episodes. Happy viewing to all of you.